welcome to episode 76 of Speech Target Murmurins, a speech to podcast about the Brisbane Speech Service. Um, just had a um, meeting, kind of a phone meeting with a, a therapist that's working with a child that has kind of been, been under my wing for about three years now. Um, so he's just moved from one setting to another setting, which means that the therapist has changed from one to another um, and the approach has changed as well which is quite interesting and it was a really productive conversation so this this little one's three days a week in one location and two days a week in a base so in a mainstream school versus the base and he's got kind of the consistency of the t- same teaching system across the board so that that's really positive that we've kind of got consistency across these two settings but quite a few different professionals involved, whether they're independent, uh, local authority or NHS. So we started to feel that the um, the teaching system was being pulled in different directions and with a finite amount of time every single day to work with that particular child and the fact that they need to also be within their lessons and they need to be socially engaging with their peers etc. Um, we felt that things just weren't, things could be working better. So it's a really lovely conversation. So me and the NHS therapist um, kind of just kind of put forward the the approaches that we felt were were, were needed, and I totally agreed that this kind of the core board, kind of communication board approach, um, was the most appropriate approach right now, um, with with no emphasis on kind of verbal communication, but the the, the possibility is verbal communication will. will continue to develop um, with these with these approaches and that rather than kind of considering another alternative or alternative communication um, system at this stage that's like this system be trialled across the settings and um, the, the concern we had was that the teaching system was being pulled in a different direction by another clinician um, or another professional um, who wasn't a speech therapist um, and and as such they were and they're asked to, to write down lots of data and to kind of record everything that's happening and we just felt that whilst yes recording data is important and measuring progress is important that the teacher system time could be kind of more efficiently used if we've got kind of a consistent approach and also it's a consistent approach that's exactly what we what we need when we're developing communication skills <clears throat> we don't need lots of different systems or different approaches we just want one that we can trial and see how well that how well it works um, and the approach that the NHS therapists are putting into place in school was very functional we also talked about how this child joint attention skills and traction skills um, needed some kind of Kind of some kind of gentle support in developing. So we've kind of advocated an um, intensive intensive interaction approach, um, and kind of for their for their age group a play based approach as well, which I think is it, it's just lovely that we're both completely on the same page. And then the therapist talked about kind of the specific 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 I can't say that word specificity the specificness I'll call it of the, um, of the of the legal document in terms of provision so in in, in England it's an EACP in Wales it's a, a statement and the and I had contributed to this so uh, it was very specific quantified um, it was watertight like it were 
yeah, it was fantastic in terms of the level of provision and how how it's worded, but fantastic within a mainstream schools model, but now that this child was attending also the base, it wasn't allowing or it isn't currently allowing that flexibility um, of the therapist being able to pop in over those two days and work directly with the child, but also indirectly with the child. Um, and we had a conversation about how it's not about diluting what the recommendations are, but it's because it's across two different settings, we need to work out a way where the child can access this minimum level of effective therapy in a more flexible way. Um, and it's got me thinking about how I write my recommendations. And I had a recent hearing where me and the NHS therapist hashed together um, the provision for the child from two 15-minute slots per week versus um, X number of minutes per, per fortnight. And there wasn't much difference in, in what we were recommending. The difference was neither of us were recommending a flexible approach, but, but totally advocating that a flexible approach was needed. So therefore, we hashed together wording that allowed for this. And it was about having a, <coughs> a minimum number of direct <coughs> sorry, this voice. Direct speech language therapy minutes um, per week. At that point, we could do over a year. And I know it's difficult to kind of record fifteen minutes, five minutes, seven minutes across um, throughout the week, or however it is across the year. Once you've got a system together that allows you to record that time, that could be the most appropriate way of working with the child. I guess, as was, as this therapist was saying, look, sometimes you go in. And, and they're not in the right kind of frame of mind to work, to be worked with, and they just want to carry on listening to the book being read, or they, they're currently engaged in building a tower or playing with a marble run. And yes, we whilst we can work with that child at that exact point directly within that setting and kind of adjust what's happening, sometimes it's more effective to to step back and work with somebody else during that time and then go back and work with them. Or it might be at a point where the child is having real kind of difficulties regulating themselves. And yes, whilst there is a role for speech therapy within that as well, um, sometimes it's, it's a more effective use or more efficient use of that child's kind of direct therapy, therapy time to allow the teaching team to um, kind of de-escalate a situation and then return when when things are in a in a calmer kind of um, when things are calmer so you can have a more kind of you can do direct therapy and we've also talked about how as speech therapists whatever we do is a drop in the ocean across the school week and across the work the kind of the whole life of that child because we only do little slots here and there <coughs> communication happens constantly so <coughs> how there's a big role and I always get this into my into my recommendations, a big role for training of staff and ensuring that we have kind of staff that know exactly how to follow the communication program that we've got, that we've set. And that, whilst yes, there is a role for direct therapy, um, it's not the be all and end all, but we have to think about the whole child. And that's why one of the last, one of the recent podcasts I talked about the communication program and training of staff and parents and teaching assistants and then indirect and then direct and then groups. Um, so it's, it's kind of a collective approach on how to work with the child. Brilliant. So enjoy the rest of your days. Take care. Thanks. Bye.